Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, politics as usual. Also, we take a look at the staggering unemployment claims. And there's a move to reopen the economy. Toga, 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 toga. Don't get crazy, it's still a pandemic. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by my wife and partner, Susan Britt. Hi. Hey. Coming to you once again from outside of beautiful downtown Atala. Uh, Susan, uh, not a lot of good news, but some good news uh, in here. Alabama has uh, neared or likely to pass five thousand COVID-19 cases, people infected with the disease, more reported dead. Uh, these are not good things. The good news is from April 1st to April 8th, we saw a surge of about 126%. Right. Over the last two weeks, we've seen that number only go to 60% increase. While that's positive, we could be looking at a surge, this is a prediction again, these are all predictions, these are not reality yet, that we could see a surge in cases over the next week or so. Yeah, because they didn't predict the peak to actually be, you know, finished until the end of next week. Right. Which I also have to wonder how these tests, uh, the, the lack of them, we've had a, a, a lack of tests, how that's relating to the numbers. And also, let's not forget that the Theodore Roosevelt, the naval ship, has about 4,000 uh, Inman in it uh, is testing 60% positive with no symptoms. Right, the USS Theodore Roosevelt, mm -hmm. the ship that was at sea, uh, they have now tested the, the, the seamen on board and they found that 60% were positive, were asymptomatic. So that, I don't know. I don't want to be very bad news, but we've got to keep this in mind. Right, right. Just because the numbers are declining does not mean we can't stay safe. Well, unfortunately, we've tested less than 1% of Alabama's population. So to make predictions on, one, on testing of 1% is kind of dicey at best. Uh, but the stay-at-home stay order has on, only been in place, in reality, for about two weeks. Correct. Uh, however, Governor Ivey earlier this week said that any decision to open up the state would be based on health, medical health issues first and then business concerns later. She said uh, that to, to, to pretend things are back to normal is not the case. Right. It's absolutely foolish for people to think that anything is even close to normal right now. No, it's not close to normal. I mean, we see it in our everyday lives. 
but we, we've still got to treat this as we've been treating it. We've got to keep social distancing. People need to stay at home when they can. It's just imperative to the health of our state. One of the reasons we're in as good a shape as we're in, and if you think nearly 200 Alabamians dead as being in good shape, no. uh, that sure, that's all good as long as you're not the one doing the dying or the one losing the loved one. So we have to realize, and, and this is a serious illness. People die, but people also get sick and very sick. Uh, while a lot of people do recover, thankfully more than will will die, it's still a, a reality. Governor Ains, Lieutenant Governor Ainsworth came out today or this week mm -hmm. with recommendations from his commission that was to give recommendations on when the state could reopen. And Susan, listening to Lieutenant Governor Ainsworth, uh, he is a very good leader. He is. He is strong, he's independent, he, he will try to do the right thing. However, I will say I was a little taken aback at how aggressive this commission, now this is not just Lieutenant Governor Ainsworth, this commission. This is the came, Alabama Small Business Commission. Came back with recommendations that I think are very aggressive. They are very aggressive, and let me run over some of them right quick. Uh, one of the things he pointed out is the Small Business Association is out of money at this time. Uh, and the this is the commission's recommendations to Ivy. Now, she has to sign off on this. But he wants to start off with small retail stores can operate under the guidelines of the same as the big box stores, right. which is retail at 50% capacities, doors and exits with sanitation stash stations, marked checkout lines so that they have to stay six feet apart. Restaurants, sick guests. Six Before we feet jump apart. into the restaurant thing, one of the log the logic behind the small businesses, you, you take somewhere like the locker room in uh, Montgomery, right. And Auburn. All right, they sell clothes. Right. Right now, people are allowed to go to Walmart or big box store, mm -hmm. and if they have clothes there, they can buy them. Right. Uh, the case was made, and we ran a, an op-ed about this, that a, a store like the locker room, they only sell clothes. Why shouldn't they be allowed to stay open? They have fewer employees. Right. They, they can social distance much mm -hmm. easier. So that was kind of the logic on the retail. Now to restaurants where I find less logic. Yeah, it, it gets a little crazier from here. Restaurants, you got to guests got to be six feet apart, only six guests per table, limited waiting area, and all services extra sanitized. Now it gets it, it gets a little crazy here. Close contact services, barbershops, hair salons, nails, tattoos, tanning, waxing. The employees have to wear the masks, no waiting areas, and it's by appointment only. I think that if you really desperately need a tattoo during this shutdown, you probably have more problems than just worrying about getting sick. Right, and I understand that these employees need to go back to work. I understand I know that because too. Because we know some of these people, but you know, this I think this is a little too soon because they're wanting all these open now. They're wanting them open before the end of the order at the end of this month. Right, right. Okay, and also included in that now order are the child care facilities, limiting them to 11 children and running CDC guidelines. You're not going to keep toddlers six feet apart. It's no, not going to happen. Not going to happen. One of the other things that they mentioned are dentists and optometrists. Yeah, they come in May 1st. Uh, they would come in May 1st. Physical uh, therapy also is included in right. that. I mean, dentists and, and doctor's offices are seeing patients now uh, on a case-by-case -case basis. There is an approval process Correct. that people can go in there. Again, my concern, Susan, and we've got about 35 seconds left here, is that if we do it too fast, that we're going to end up worse off than we were. I know in the president's recommendations, 
uh, some of the things that he came out with. Well, one, we have to do more testing. We have to do more testing. Alabama doesn't have tests. The other thing is, is that hospitals need to be assured, need to assure the public that they have the capacity if things get worse. Now, these are just some of the basics that are included here. And I think maybe we need to take over a few of the other ones into the next segment. All right. I think people are going to want to know think? this. Okay. All right. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back with more news and opinion. With coronavirus spreading, people at higher risk must take extra precautions. You are at higher risk if you're over 65 or if you have an underlying medical condition like heart disease, chronic lung disease, diabetes, or if your immune system is compromised for any reason. If you're at higher risk, stay six feet or two arm lengths away from others. Better yet, stay home if you can. The choices you make are critical. Please visit coronavirus.gov for more information. Hey man, what are you doing today? Um, playing the game. Thought I'd go out for a drive later, maybe. Text some friends while I'm doing it. Scroll through social media. Kill a family four and a half on collision. Cool, man. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. A lot can change in five years. Except those smile lines you treated with Bellafill. Because that's about how long Bellafill will keep them smooth and filled. Five years. Now you can always look your best without all those injections, appointments, and costs. Bellafill is the only dermal filler that stimulates and maintains collagen growth long term. Now time is on your side. of Alabama politics. Uh, Susan, there was so much to get through on, on the, the Lieutenant Governor's mm -hmm. commission, the, their report, so let, let's pick up right there. Uh, the other things they're gonna, they're gonna start opening on May 1st are entertainment venues such as racetrack, bingo, planetarium, stuff like that, but they can only have 30% capacity, they have to take the temperature of the employees, keep six foot distancing, and sanitize high touch surfaces. Also, gyms, exercise facilities with upgraded uh, sanitation starting May 10th. They're going to open the beaches for recreational areas for walking, running, and fishing. If you're in a condo or a house, though, you can have a chair out on the beach or you can have a tent, but you can't have any more than 10 people, and those have to be the people that are living with you. They're also going to open youth baseball and softball. Uh, that's a little concerning, but more importantly, what's not included are schools, large gatherings, and bars. Now, as of this report, None of this is implemented. Mm -hmm. it, it could all change in a matter of days. But uh, when I spoke with Governor Ivey's office recently, they said that 
all things would be considered first through public safety, mm -hmm. and then after that, it would be economic safety. So I think this is where we're at. I, I think one of the things that's driving this, Susan, and, and naturally it is, people want to get out of their house, they want to do something, mm -hmm. and there are people who have lost their jobs, they've lost their livelihoods, and they are desperate. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost 300,000 300, Alabamians mm -hmm. have filed for unemployment just in the last month. This is more than in the Great Recession. Right. Uh, right. I mean, th this this is done in a month, not a year, not not four years, but boom, right now. In a month. In a month. And it, it, it's really stressing people. Uh, people don't know when they're going to have jobs. They don't know when the economy is going to open back up, uh, where they can continue to make a living. Uh, it's very scary. I know uh, it, it has to be. It absolutely has well, to be. Well, and one of the things that we we've, we've seen, and we know this is true, the checks are coming out. Yeah, the, finally, the, the, the relief package is the, beginning to surface. The twelve hundred dollar checks are coming out, and of course, as we've said earlier, it's sort of like uh, you got your kid grounded, and all of a sudden you give them their allowance. I mean, people, you know, it's it's going to be a little crazy. It's right going to be a little crazy, but don't go crazy with the checks. No, Remember, we no, do not no. know how long this is going to last. No. Try to be very frugal with those checks. The thing is, again, we have to look at help and safety, the lives of people. Mm -hmm. What we don't want to happen is people to go out and start living recklessly. Uh, because look, a young person could be a carrier. You may not know that you're a carrier and you bring it home and give it to one of your family members who say 65 or older, mm -hmm. who has a compromised immune system, then we're in trouble. Yeah. Then we're in trouble. Yeah. And if you really think about the numbers of grandparents that are raising young children in Alabama, you have to be cautious that these folks are not the ones that bear the brunt of the suffering and death from this. And something you brought up earlier uh, when we were discussing all of this is if you do go back out in the public early, remember, it's not just you. You gotta worry about the people around you that right. are not that are being reckless. Right, right. Well, and, and, and I, <clears throat> I've heard this said quite often, we, we now realize that our neighbor's health directly correlates with our own health. Yes. And that we didn't get that before is a shame, but it is true. Uh, you know, here in Etowah County and, and across uh, north central Alabama, uh, Easter Sunday, there were a number of tornadoes, 23 to be exact. Uh, we had Two one, of them very close to yeah, here. Yeah, we had uh, an F2, F1 and F2 mm -hmm. hit up the mountain here from yep. us. And we had some straight line wind that did the kind of damage that an F1 did. Just to the do. south of us. Just too. to the south I mean, of us. I mean, it was on both sides of us. Yeah. So, I mean, my grandmother used to say that's adding insult to injury, but uh, it, 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 we did not have any loss of life here in Alabama. Mm -hmm. But I, I do, we do have an interesting story, I think. We do. Tell. We do. We were hunkered down in the basement right. uh, when all the power went out. About, about 6.30, all of a sudden, everything went black. We couldn't even get a, a, a cell signal of any kind. I mean, everything went out. Right. And that's that lasted for about 22 hours. Yeah, it did. And during that time, mm -hmm. uh, we were alerted by text message that one of our neighbors uh, was on oxygen. They had about three hours worth of oxygen left. Uh, the neighborhood banded together, found a generator. Uh, some, some of our neighbors took yep. it over to their house, mm -hmm. hooked it up and the woman had the, the generator mm -hmm. for oxygen. Thankfully, Alabama Power 
did have the lights back on in short order. They did. Uh, I mean, and they had people out in the field, and they deserved. We were waving at the trucks as they passed. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, gosh, they. I think they. Uh, what did they do? They replaced some 460 poles, some 250 transformers, uh, 2,000 spans of wire, and they did this. They got the service back up for over a quarter million people in, in, in almost record time. And now remember some of those poles were actually in people's yards. I yeah. mean, this is out in the country, folks. Yes. Yeah. So we're talking about our, our poles. We have two in the yard to get it up from the road. Right. So that's some fast work. So they did an admirable job. This again is a tornado season in Alabama. We all have to be mindful of the weather and uh, just mindful of our neighbors. You know, our, our neighbors here banded together to make sure that one of our other neighbors had the oxygen that she needed to stay alive. And uh, we appreciate that. Uh, two Alabamians this week were pouring into President Donald Trump's task force, the Great American Economic Revival Industry Group, which is his group that's making recommendations on reopening the economy, and that was Condoleezza Rice mm -hmm. and Mark, Mark Crosswhite so, of Alabama Power. Yeah, Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice, who the Birmingham native, uh, uh, former uh, Secretary of State, mm -hmm. uh, assistant to George Bush, and a wonderful Alabamian, Mark Crosswhite, head of Alabama Power. Susan, again, we continue to see neighbors come together for neighbors. We can see our businesses that are open, doing everything they can to do. And we see the good people of Alabama volunteering everywhere they can to make sure that our state stays safe, that all our people are protected. And that's really what it's all about. It is what it's all yeah. about. In fact, one of, the, one of our folks this week said one of his first jobs was at Publix, and he thought that was a very unimportant job until now. That's right. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back with more with more news in a bit. What a great opportunity for your success. Adding half a million highly skilled employees to our workforce by 2025 is how we stay ahead in Alabama. Our economy is stronger than it's been in years, and a skilled workforce is more important than ever. Things move fast, so choose your path. Your success is waiting, plus a great future for Alabama. Success Plus. Go for it! What are you doing today, babe? I thought I'd head down to the lake with the guys, do a little fishing. Of course, none of us will be wearing our seatbelts. I'll lose control of the truck, wrap it around a tree, and kill us all. Okay. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. With coronavirus spreading, People at higher risk must take extra precautions. You are at higher risk if you're over 65 or if you have an underlying medical condition like heart disease, chronic lung disease, diabetes, or if your immune system is compromised for any reason. If you're at higher risk, stay six feet or two arm lengths away from others. Better yet, stay home if you can. 
The choices you make are critical. Please visit coronavirus.gov for more information. Welcome back to the B, the voice of Alabama politics. Nothing stops politics. You know, Unfortunately. Everything is political. We know this about the world and that this is an election year coming up. I mean, we're, we're deep in the middle of it and people are not being able to get their message out. So, <clears throat> excuse me, it's driving some folks just absolutely nuts. Apparently. Yeah, they're nuts. Uh, Jeff Sessions, uh, former uh, Trump uh, attorney general mm -hmm. and uh, former senator from here, former senator from here. He keeps trying to find ways that he can get his name in a headline. And it, and it happens, uh, you know, first off, he was going after China. He wanted us to investigate China for what they've done. Then he wants us to defund the World Health Organization. Mm -hmm. And now he wants us to stop legal immigration until the uh, economy comes back and jobs reach 3.5% unemployment again. Susan? I mean, please, just stop. Just yeah. stop already. Okay. I mean, you already wanted to stop uh, illegal uh, uh, immigrants coming to the country back, you know, a couple of years ago. Also, don't forget, this was the guy, the idea was to separate the families, yeah. cage, yeah. put them in cages and all of this. This is a little too much right now. Just. Well, I mean, this is the policies that he is advocating. They're the policies that President Trump took after, and President Trump's not a fan anymore. But I will say this. It plays well to the base. But when you're sitting here saying, well, let's go after China. Let's go after the World Health Organization. To me, it's very much like, you know, a family is driving along in their car. The tire blows out. The husband is thrown from the car. The family hurls into a lake, and he's sitting on the bank watching his family drown. He goes, I need to sue these people. I better sue, instead of getting in the water and getting something done. Yeah. That's what it sounds this like. This is a time we need to be coming together yeah. and not yeah. divisive yeah. And, and trying to drive people apart. This is not the time for this. I mean, uh, the Democrats on the other side are pushing for expanding Medicaid. Uh, and uh, that this might be a good time to do it. We can we use the health care right well, now. Well, I think this has gotten everybody's attention yeah, a little does. bit. But I don't think it matters in Alabama because it's still Obamacare. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. I mean, our, our attorney general is still suing to to have the complete Affordable Care Act of attorneys. One of those attorney generals who's doing that. I mean, Steve Marshall has done a couple of good things during this this crisis, but he still is following the Republican line. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't see that all happening, but it could. But again, this is not the time for politics. No. This is the time no. for good policy, not politics. So if you've got good ideas, everybody should come to the table. Agreed. Uh, but if you've got stupid ideas just to get your name in lights, shut up. I mean, really, we've had enough. Uh, and again, it's just the fact that they they can't stand it, Susan. They can't stand it. They want to be in the limelight. They want to get their name out there. They want want to win these elections. This is not the time for that. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not. It's not. I mean, again, we will have elections. I think we've got the people of Alabama have about some 80 days mm -hmm. to request an absentee ballot so they can vote from home. The Secretary of State has made it clear that all you have to do is check on the on on your absentee ballot that you have a 
health issue that will keep you from voting in person, mm -hmm. and they will accept that. I think we're going to need more and more remote voting as we go forward. I know there's some people who don't like that. Well, too bad. We can't risk people's lives, and people need to vote. It is very important, very important. that everyone votes, that everyone votes. So there is a provision for that here in Alabama. I guess the thing that stays on my mind, even as we're isolated, is how are folks doing? You know, how are you doing? How's your family doing? You know, it's not, not uh, you know, ridiculous for Southerners to go, well, how's your mom and them? Yeah. You know? Well, that's very much part of our culture. Yeah. And being separated now, it, it makes everybody worrisome because you worry about your neighbors, you worry about your family. Yeah. You know, that's it, just part of our culture. I mean, we have been self-quarantined for Three weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks. So we self-quarantined in Montgomery before we ever started. I didn't count that because we had to drive home. Well, that's true. We did self-quarantine here, here for three weeks, yeah. But, uh, and we did go to, the, to take the show, but yeah. we haven't done that. But during At least that, you stopped counting 14 days from everybody that comes to the door. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. again, we everything we get delivered, if possible, other stuff we just do without. We are here. We, and, and like a lot of Alabamians, we've gone from being hunkered down to being cooped up. <laughs> and there's a big difference between being hunkered down and cooped up. Because when you're hunkered down, you're in defensive mode. When you're cooped up, you're like, oh God, one more day. And, and every day is the same. Nothing changes much. We're busy working. But I, I worry about all our folks, the healthy, the, the people in need. And we all need to be mindful that there are people in need and even people that aren't are at home dealing with this daily grind of monotony. A lot of people are not working. A lot of people don't know what to do. I mean, and they're stuck at home with their kids 24/7. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. You and I've been stuck with each other for 31 years. That's I mean, true. We're, we're used, used to, to talking to each other. Right. Yeah. Right. And I we, mean, hey, we do live on a farm where we can get out, yeah. and get outside, and do things do. without getting in proximity to anybody yeah. else. I mean, our closest neighbor's 200 yards that way. Yeah, too close. <laughs> uh, they didn't used to be that close. Something happened. <laughs> But the thing is, we're used to being with each other and mm -hmm. talking to each other. Right. But I know you and I both, you stay in touch with folks on Facebook mm -hmm. and through text. I, <coughs> excuse me, I make several calls a day and, and text a day and just reach out and remind people that I remember them, that I'm thinking about them. And I know when that happens to me, it, it really is amazing how much that, that helps you get through that day, that somebody remembered mm -hmm. that you were alive. You know, it's a very important thing because <clears throat> even though our bodies are isolated, we, we are all out here sort of semi on our own, our hearts and our minds are not bound. No. You know, the things, the small little gifts that we can do to, to let other people know that they're important, those are not on restriction. Call somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Yeah. And just spend a minute. Hey, I just heard this. I read this report where there are these old flings kicking up over uh, really? the internet. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Anyway, we want to thank you for watching us. We also encourage you to stay safe, be strong, and have hope. You've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them. See you next week. Ooh. Mm.